episode of the Bible Leader Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vestner. How's it going anyways, Kyle? Dude, I'm feeling the feels. Dude, feeling the feels myself, man. I just came off a successful weekend as the best headlining comedian in all of Canada. Yeah. And now we're about to head the road. We did a 500-seater, a one-nighter, flew in, flew out. Flew in. Toronto Comedy Bar. One of the greatest Toronto, guys. Canada. One of the greatest guys to ever do it. That's what they yeah. said. That's what they're saying. They're dude, saying the new Burt Kreischer. Dude, every they're saying they're calling you a fatter Burt. A fatter, funnier Burt. Dude, all the girls that worked there said, "You're gross." That's what they all said. <laughs> they all said, "You're funny." <laughs> if you weren't, as, if you weren't that disgusting, I would blow you. But you were so funny. Shoot, crap, man! It's I called. A- you were dancing. We went to uh, our buddy Jordan. Check hey, out, check we out. We went to our <clears throat> buddy's wedding. Went to our buddy's wedding. Jordan, check out his special. Strauss? Jordan Strauss. I, I know it's us, on... I neither know it's of on us his, know the title. It's on his website. It's called... It's a funny thing about cancer. Giant, big nose, gaylord, cancer nose. Dot. It, it should be called Stop Calling Me a Bird. <laughs> That's what he should call it. Got called a bird in eight different wedding speeches last night. <laughs> that was hilarious. Dude, that was hilarious. That was good, yeah. It was almost open mic, but for a wedding. Look, you can't have comics to a wedding. Yeah. Here's what happened. I don't know if you know this, because you were just fucking there. rocking out. Yeah, there. but you were dancing your balls off. No, that was before I started no, no, dancing no, that. after. No, no, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the comics eventually took over the whole thing. Of course. And everyone else was on the outside of, course. of the entire thing. Even the family. Yes. Even the family I mean. who played all the music. Okay, so he's from a musical family and they had like they very talented. Mom, dad, all his brothers all playing the songs. It was cool as hell. Yeah. Like it was rad. And then um like I don't know, neck cut to next song, all the comics going like Fire be died. Turn down for what? All the comics are on the dance floor. Caleb is shirtless. Hell yeah. Just fucking tearing it up. And there's not a family member in sight. <laughs> and I looked around and there's some sitting at the tables, most of them left. And uh, it was gross. Even even during the speeches, every comic acted like they were on a, at a mic. It was a, it was actually a little there, there it was all inside baseball. There was the comics were saying, I guess I'm hosting this. <laughs> You're at a wedding reception. It was a fake wedding though. It was a reception. I mean, because I, she had cancer I mean, last year. I mean, yeah. Like, and they couldn't celebrate their wedding. Praise be to God. And they did survive. <clears throat> and that's amazing. I think it's jordanstraussecomedy.com or jordanstrauss.com. S-T-R-A-U-S-S. So you can just Google that. Bigbirdgiantnose.com. And also. it's, it's I bought the special and it is really good. It's a 25-minuter. It's a Caleb Campbell special. Everyone's doing. Kyle, what have you done in your fucking life? Everyone's... Have you done anything in your fucking life before I take shit from you? Yeah. Name one fucking thing you've ever done in your life. I said it was good. Fuck you, Kyle. Kyle fucking shits to say, on me. I was about for to say doing a twenty-five minute. What I was about to say is that everyone's doing Gringo Poppies now. Yeah. Because they saw anything, how successful Kyle, Gringo Poppies. Do anything. Poppies. Do anything in your fucking life. Do you think I was implying that Strauss had a bad album too? No, I'm implying that you shit on everything that everyone else does. Yeah. And it bugs the fuck out of me. Especially, yeah. especially like when we were playing chess the other day. Yeah. And you were like, you take too long to make a move. 
after you were already losing. Kyle has beat me five times at chess club. Go ahead. Celebrate. Hmm? Celebrate. What do you mean? You beat me five times at chess club. Celebrate. Uh, what's chess club? Chess club is the thing that I did when I was divorced to make myself. Ooh, but I, be- I believe it's no longer called chess club. Oh, you know, you can name it whenever you want. Because I renamed. That's fact. Because after fact. after five. That's a fact. After the five time. That's a fact. After five in a row, the agreement was I get to rename chess club. Go ahead. I haven't decided yet, to be honest, because it's going to have to change the group chat name and the name on Facebook. So it's got to be, it can't just be like, it's got to be thought out. So I'm trying now. Also, yeah. fucking Kyle, mm-hmm. who was, he's only beat me at chess club, by the way. He's won five games. <laughs> no, it's great. Out of like it's 50 great. games, I beat him 45 <laughs> times, but he happened to beat me five times at chess club. So I first off, it started. I won two, and then I was like, "This would be weird if I won a third one in well, a row." Because I was like blitzing bullshit, and then I won a third one, and then I started shit talking, and then he started real trying the next two, and I still won four and five. I will admit, I tried for both four and five games, and mm-hmm. I did lose four and five. And congratulations! Yeah, and and I did say, and you are correct that you could rename the club. <laughs> I get a renamed chess club, dude, and it. And it eats me fucking alive. <laughs> but you're not a better chess player than me. And and, and then, uh, th- dude, the other day. Well, this is our world championship. Last night, yeah. basically, uh-huh. uh, we were playing a chess game. And then yeah. you uh, you were losing. And I then, blundered pretty quickly. Yeah, and then you were yeah. like, move faster, blah, blah, blah. I, I and just, I asked you. I was just trolling you. And I was so angry. I know. How many times did I go, do you want to play a time game? Yeah. And then you... Would never. I said, I said yes. I'll no, to, you didn't. I said world, no, you didn't. I said world championship time, two hours. All right, yeah. All right. <laughs> At that point, I had already won. But yeah, and you had beat me in a world, dude. Like I have to, I do have to admit that you did beat me on those parameters. Mm-hmm. You're not a better chess player. I beat you yesterday. I too. will beat the fuck out of you, Kyle. <laughs> I will beat the fuck out of you. I will beat the fuck out of you. If you play any time under five minutes, I will beat the fuck out of you. I only play during prestigious world championship type <laughs> events. Fair enough. As in, and that's badass. As that's in, as in, the, I only play the majors, you know? Fuck you. I'm the Tiger Woods of chess. Fuck you. I just win majors. I don't, worry, I don't worry about your the family, rest. Kyle. I like the prestigious events like Kyle Vesner's chess club. Okay, so what the fuck were we talking about? I'm talking about, uh, I don't know, we're a voyage, dude. Oh, fantastic yeah, we're going board. on a trip. Oh, man. We're talking about the wedding and stuff. Wedding was rad as hell. Uh, oh, man. Dude, Oh, I had a weekend, by the way. I was going to ask you, how was the flight down and the flight back? Okay, so, yeah, nobody, nobody's listening to this knows what the fuck happened. Last week, did, did, uh, I, I think I introduced it as, like, I got, like, a crazy weekend in front of me. It's probably going to go bad. Um, I headlined... Uh, a show at our local comedy club, which is nothing because I do that all the time. But Kyle and I, uh, Kyle absolutely destroyed on Friday night. Oh, it, yeah, dude. That was one of the funniest I've ever seen you. In fact, I was waiting in the like the like the wings, cry laughing at how funny Kyle was. And then I went on. I did fine. I didn't do great. I did fine. And then but because the next night. I, that was my first. That was my first uh, flown like out out of town headlining gig. Like I've headlined shows before. I've headlined you know bars before, but mm-hmm. 
the com- the comedy bar in Toronto, which is a real comedy club. That was my first head. Jack Hirschfield, I called him. I was like, hey, man, um, you know, I'm flying in Friday afternoon or Saturday afternoon or whatever. And Very funny like, comic. And he's like, <clears throat> biggest show of your life. <laughs> and then it, I, like, but it, it, it hit me in the brain. I was like, this kind of is the biggest kind show. of, but also I've done shows. I've yeah. done shows. It wasn't the biggest crowd. It was a tiny little crowd. Oh, 500 people. There's pretty big. I shows. know. I, was, I made a post that I'm like 500 people were there, which I thought everyone would know was a joke. And then I came home to Kelowna and everyone was like 500 people. I was like, no, there was like 35 people. There. <laughs> it was a, it was a shoe box. It was the tiniest room, but anyway, it's a good room though. It was a great room. And yeah, I did awesome. But, uh, yeah, and like it, like I was like, holy fuck! I'm flying across the country, like two thousand kilometers, to headline a real comedy show. And I was like very stressed. And then Dave, like uh, Dave Cop, who you've heard about, I guess tangentially on this podcast, he's like the guy that organizes stuff around here. Scam artist. Okay. <laughs> okay. He's got like three teeth. <laughs> he doesn't. Right. Listen, he doesn't listen to this. No, he doesn't. But. Scam artist. If you do listen to this, Dave, you are a scam artist, and I'll uh, I'll talk to you to your face about this. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, he booked the fucking plane ticket. He probably prefers hustler. He put he booked the fl- plane <clears throat> ticket for like eleven in the morning, and it's uh, I'm on we're on the west coast flying to the east coast, so we lost three hours. I literally landed at six fifteen, and then I got on the train because it was like rush hour. It was slower. You landed at six fifteen. Yes, and then I got on the train. It takes forever to get downtown in Toronto. No, that that's thus I didn't take a cab. Yeah, and then I was on. I was looking at my phone, like looking at the stops. That would give me a fucking extreme anxiety. Oh, dude, I, you're telling me, man. I was stressed. I was stressed. I was fucking stressed. I also thought I was doing an hour, so I was listening to all my own jokes the whole flight, like trying to like because I okay. barely. I'm not. I'm barely funny. I'm not that funny. I'm like funny for like 10 a literal hour is tough it's hard most people have i don't know if this is true but they say back in the day everyone did an hour and now everyone does 45s and they call it an hour i do i I do dude i'm the best 30 minute guy you've ever met i can't do an hour i'm a 35 minute comic (laughs) yeah that's what i got okay so i'm stressed i'm stressing about how much time i have to do plus where i'm gonna do it and then um i got on this uh, train and it was underground and then we lost connection or whatever like like no signal and then I, I missed it by eight stops and I had to get back on the train and go back eight stops and I literally got there and they were like uh, who are you and I was like I'm the I'm you know I'm the guy in the sign room and then uh, <laughs> they're like I'm on in 10 minutes I was like I'm the headliner <laughs> and they're like we've already met the headliner that's what they said well, because there's a main room. They're in the main room. Yeah, I was, yeah. In the, I was in the tiny side room. Did you so, know that there was two rooms in the comedy bar? No. Oh, I that's walked, funny. I walked that's in with so big ticket. Funny. I was like, I'm the headliner. <laughs> like, no, he's already here. <laughs> and then and then I was like, oh. So I was in the shoebox room. Anyways, mm-hmm. I sat down. I got one drink. And then said they said Caleb Campbell. It was like that tight. It was literally like two minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I walked out. And there was like lights in my face. So I couldn't see the room. And then God, I bu- those are bright, eh? 
Yeah, they were super bright. It was my first time. And then I, I bombed my first joke. I, I was like saying, like, I swooped in, uh, flew over all the fires. Like, what about climate change? Burr, burr, burr. What's, the, what's the joke in there? <sighs> You'll hear it if you ever see me. Okay. Dude, you know I got jokes. No, I just mean, what's this? What's the... The joke is like permanent frost, straws. Oh, that we You weaved it into your bit. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant you wrote a new bit about the fires. No, no, no. I swooped in. Anyways, that bombed super hard. And then I was like, okay. And uh, you, uh, everyone here listening, maybe you don't know, but uh, I'm not a confident guy. I, uh, I, I quiver into a mess of... Uh, my own like self doubt mostly, so uh, that like rattled me pretty hard. Anyways, I did the next joke and that joke, giant pop. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, there's actually people here. And then the show went great. I fucking destroyed actually. Honestly, it was like one of my better shows I ever did. I heard great things. Yeah, I, I did. I did awesome. But uh, th- like that that first two minutes mm-hmm. was like, <laughs> it's oh, like I'm not at that. There's some comics that are no one I really know in this scene, <laughs> but there's some comics that've been doing it so long, none of that shit bothers them. They're just like, I'm. I know my jokes are great because I've been doing it for 25 years. Yeah. But I'm with you. If they don't like my first two jokes, oh, I, 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 that's it. I melt. That's fucking it. I melt. <clears throat> I also was like, yeah, like, like, but the one saving grace was, um, I was, I got there. I was like, okay, I'm here. And they're like, okay, you have to be. And then they told me this like it was a bad thing. They're like, sorry, but you got to be off stage by like 830. And I was like, you mean I don't? I only get to do my best shit. And that just like I was I swelled with confidence, honestly. Why was the show so short? What time is it supposed to start? It started at seven, but they were they stalled. I they I stalled showed, for you. Oh, okay, I literally showed up at seven thirty five, and mm-hmm. I went on stage at seven forty, and I got off stage at eight fifteen. So I did forty five, like absolute total destruction. That rules, dude. Dude, I I rarely pump my own tires. Mm-hmm. I fucking killed. Yeah, I fucking killed, dude. I was. Ha- I, I, I texted Kyle too. He told me the same thing. I was hanging out. So uh, the way the f- stupid room works was um, there's like a like a foyer and everyone's there. So I was just like trying to order a drink and like not like talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. And everyone that came out the door was like, great show, great show, great show. This like British family was like, you made our vacation. They like shook my hands for like an obscene amount of time. It, it felt real. I'm complaining about how much I got accolades. It was like pretty sweet that's that's when you take the opportunity as a canadian road comic to sell them something you know Uh, then you gotta go would you like to buy my usb sticks (laughs) (laughs) if only i just kept saying listen to the bible beer podcast here hey thanks thanks for coming if any of you were there people ask me and i got i go uh check out canadacomedy.ca how do i follow you canadacomedy.ca is that your social media no just go there how was your show on saturday Fuck. Well, we did. <laughs> I was just gonna bring that up. So we did. We did uh, the show Friday, right? We banged the show out on Friday. I fucking Destro- absolute yeah. destruction on Friday. And Kyle, and I look. And I, I don't like <clears throat> Kyle. <laughs> I know that might, we do this podcast might, together, might but evident. I don't like him, and I don't like his comedy. Mm-hmm. But it was one of the funniest I've ever seen, Kyle. Well, that's a terrible endorsement. 
I thought that was a good endorsement because I think that you sucked, but you did good on Friday. I didn't do good. You I did destroyed. amazing on yeah, yeah. and uh, I should I should have done fucking twenty minutes and buried you at your own show. Around. <laughs> All right, Kyle. And then I go, Kyle. Yeah. This can be another fucking chess game if you dude. Want. We're hitting the road together. Who, who it's gonna think, happen over and over. Who do you think's funnier, or who do you think's better at chess, chess or comedy? Dude, you know how they do chess boxing? Yeah. We should do comedy boxing. You do a set, and then you fucking make a move. <laughs> oh, not boxing, though. Comedy chess is what yeah, you're saying. That's what I meant. I thought you wanted to do comedy boxing. No, no, no. Where no. you try and get your punchlines out where you're literally getting punched Punch. in the face. <laughs> I mean, that's interesting. <laughs> that's an interesting concept. So I was at the mall the other day. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to, it'd have to be like slap boxing. <laughs> You have to just be waiting there to be slapped in I the think face. Kyle's fists are huge, even though yeah, but one of them's fucking melting, dude. Look at my yeah. hands. It is. It is fucking dying. But I, I think that if it were a slap fight, you would win for sure, for sure, hundred percent. I don't know if anyone wins in a slap fight. If I'm being honest with you. I'm just saying, you if we had to punch each fans? other once for once, I think that you got a way better punch than I do. I don't know, man. Who knows? <laughs> I guess we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I also used to have a good punch. I've been in a fight in a while. Yeah, you know we, what shouldn't, I mean? we shouldn't fight. We're it's been dudes. it's been like three, old... four years at least. It's been six weeks since you looked at me. <laughs> and uh, so then I'm fired up, right? On Friday. On Friday, I'm fired up. I've been having a string of just great shows. So I'm just like, and when you're and when you're on a string of just killing it every time in your head, you're like, I'm fucking the best. Hey, yeah, no, welcome. welcome. Uh, our fans are here. Yes, we're uh, it's recording. Yep. And don't worry, this isn't ruining it or anything. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, so I'm on a I'm on a heater. Right, and in my head, you're. I'm just like, I'm fucking so good at comedy, dude. You get, you get to that point. You, you only feel as good as you are comedy after your last set. Hang on, like truly, truly after your you're last sweet. set is how you feel about comedy. Yeah, I half agree with you, and I half disagree with you. Okay, I've had that bravado before, but at the same time, where you're like, I'm the best ever. Often. It's a little hyperbole. Yeah. Obviously, I don't think I'm the best ever. I, I yes, but like uh, I've almost never. But here's 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 a better explanation. I'm like I can go into any room and destroy. Like <laughs> once after like a month of just killing it, you're like any room. Even though I'm doing the same fucking room of maybe <laughs> maybe maybe a different room like once a week. Rearrange the chairs. <laughs> see what happens. Once a week, I'm doing maybe a different room in the same fucking area. <laughs> Same area code, and I'm like, any room you put me in, I'm going to fucking murder, you know? And then I do this show, and they have a camera set up, right? So I'm oh, like, yeah, this is your big clip. So I'm like, I'm going to bring an SD card, pop it in, obviously record this, because last time I was here, two shows, back-to-backers, fucking leveled the place there, too. So I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, this is going to be fucking easy. I get there. I do the first, I do the first bit. Like seven minutes, Fine. something like that, and it does great. Good. Honestly, great, good, great reaction. But I fuck up the punchlines like multiple times. Were you I, drunk? No, you just nervous. I didn't feel nervous, but I was on my fucking B C game. For, it was a C. Game. It was bad. 
And I was like, I don't know why I missed that. The joke still works without it, but that's weird that I just missed that chunk of the joke. This is like a cerebral conversation you're having in your own head. Yeah, which kind of sucks. And then there's an X on the ground where you're supposed to be standing, and I'm like, fuck, if I want the video, I should be standing there. Now I'm like inside my own head about this fucking thing. <laughs> and then the crowd's like 60 years old, and I start like... Hot. Yeah. A bunch geriatric. of smoke shows. Yeah, geriatric. Fucking just babes. Babes for days. And and I, my and favorite start... thing about vaginas is the wrinkles, and the old ones wrinkle more than the young ones. Yeah, yeah. So I'm how like many an, how many layers do you like? I'm one of the like I'm like an opposite of a pedophile. You know, I like a 70, 80 year old vagina. Every wrinkle like a tree. You like a used purse. <laughs> <laughs> I like to get a value village purse, <laughs> thrift store purse, and I like to fuck it. <laughs> And I like it when it cooks for me after. <laughs> oh, that's pretty nice. That's pretty nice. So then I started talking about fucking dating shit that they can't relate to at all. But it's just frustrating. I know I'm not delivering it 100%, but I, I wasn't delivering it terribly either. And I'm just, they're my not fa- relating to anything. So my, they're, my favorite part about this story yeah. is how you're like, look, I was, I was doing bad. But fuck them also. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying fuck them. No, but I'm you're just like, saying I, I wasn't delivering it, but they were assholes. No, it was one of those it wasn't it's was one of those things where I never got them to relate to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Even at the beginning when they were laughing at the jokes, they weren't I was getting ooze and shit also when they were when the crowd is laughing. Pretty like normal. that's not what this is. No, that's what it is. That's like most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> And then I'm like, you know when you know when you're uh, hooking up with a girl and she asks you what you're into, so you can so she can just say her fucked up thing, and Your they're dad. like like knife play, and they're like ew. So I was getting like Pain laughs. Remains part one, two, and three. It became an absolute struggle, where it became weird. They were laughing at like the hard punchlines of the jokes, but none of the tags. Yikes. So it was just like. 20 seconds, 30 seconds between laughs, which feels like fucking forever Oh, on yeah. stage. Feels like forever. 100%. Yeah. And so. The, 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 like the beginning of my set on last night went mm-hmm. like that, and then it was like just rolling laughs. So you have, you have, you're, you're riding the comedy high yeah. on the way to our trip. One of the best there ever was. <laughs> exactly, right? Fucking, I'm an international. I'm a national traveling comedian. You're an about to be failure. international. <laughs> I'm an international we'll see, success. You're an international failure. The road is going to be chess club all over again. Don't worry. You. I'm going to boy. I'm going to buoy you. I'm going to get. I'm going to drag you along. You're going to be fine. Yeah. If I have to ride your coattails, I'm fucked. <laughs> they're short. Yeah, they're short. They're wide. <laughs> they're short and wide. Um, yeah, dude, are you ready for our fucking journey? The pilgrimage? I'm very, I'm, yeah, I'm very excited. I think uh, a lot of good things are going to happen. You're Ernest Hemingway. Ernestly? I'm, uh, I'm the guy that write the, writes the songs about birds, the crows. Kyle doesn't know anything. <laughs> I don't even know the guy's name. I thought I knew it as I was saying it. I was like, that's a guy I know. Jack Kerouac is who I would like to be. Yeah, I know. You can be William Burroughs, the gay lord. Okay, that's a deal. But we killed a guy together. Cool. You. Where are you going? No. Yes. Yes, I do. Um, I guess we're not going to read the Bible today. Why not? I guess we could read the Bible. Man, uh, what have I, you what have you prepared for a trip? By the way, I, what I, do you plan on bringing with you? I uh, just close, dude. I didn't tell you about like the end of the show. The end of the show was awesome. Can I have one of those? 
what the fuck, man? Kyle's like trying to stop. I, I want to finish the podcast coherently. Coherently. It's Bud Light, dude. I'm not going to turn gay on the pod. Dude. So, uh, did that. I will say, um, on Friday before the show, I uh, called the two guys, my, my close personal friends, Jack and Kyle, who are the, some of the best. Some of the best tarred comics. If you like retard comedy, Kyle and Jack are the guys. I think Kyle has a podcast now. Yeah, it's tarred. It's called uh, Retard, Fully Tarted, Fucking Idiot Comedy. I think it's called Silly Goose Time. Silly Goose, I'm Gay and Racist Comedy. Uh, That's the thing you don't know about Kyle Patton is he seems like a lovable goofball, but he is secretly very racist. <laughs> Anyways, I called Jack. So, by the way, he has a podcast on YouTube. It's like, were they... You started it. Getting hit with cum. That's that. That's not that. Well, you did start it. There's a... Remember when we released the episode on April Fool's? People, they're like, this is the worst episode it. of the podcast. So, that's ever. what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. So, that's what it is. Anyways, I called them just to, like, make, like, normal arrangements for what's happening, where I'm, where I'm like, landing or whatever. Anyways... Jack says to me, are you ready for the biggest show of your life? And then I had a like moment with myself where I was like, I'm actually flying across the country to headline a, a real comedy club. This actually kind of is the biggest show of my life. Like I've done shows a lot. I've headlined shows before, mm -hmm. but like <clears throat> headliner at a real comedy club and I'm the guy. Yep. Kind of was a legit fly in, fly out deal. Yeah. So that like put a how much are tickets? I'm just curious. Uh, 16 bucks. Okay. It was the small room. It was a comedy. It was one of those comedy clubs with like the big room, a uh, tiny room, and like a, a lot so, of comedy, like the comedy stores like that. So I was in the smallest room, but I headlined on a Saturday. I yeah. headlined on a Saturday and, uh, you know, I basically sold it out 45 shows, 45 tickets. Anyways, the point is, uh, I was like, this is a big deal. Anyways, I Do you think he show. was fucking with you? No, he wasn't. He was like, just, he was just like saying it. And then, but I, I, I said that to him. I was like, this kind of is a big deal. He's like, whoa, dude. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> and then him and fucking Kyle, Jack and Kyle, like, mm. uh, co-hosted. Imagine that. At the same time? Yeah. They, they were both on stage the whole time. Weird. Like I said, I got there and I was like, I ordered one drink, sat down. How much time did they do? They did a lot because they were stalling That's for me I to mean. get That's what I mean. They there. must have did so 40, much time. For, they did like 40 minutes. Well, on stage together? Well, no, no, no. Them two. And there was them two, Sam, and one chick. Anna, oh, Sam. there was other openers. It was Kyle and Jack, Sam, Laboon? Anna, and then me. Okay. Anyways, the point is. I did great. I did awesome. Mm -hmm. I don't often say that about myself. Yeah. Except for this podcast. I did. You said it quite a bit. Well, I don't know how else to say it, dude. Everyone fucking loved it. This British family. You already said that? I already said. Did I tell them about the foreskin shit? Nope. Uh, I did the foreskin shit. And I was like, do you have a foreskin? And this old like British guy was like, no. I'm a, and then I was like helmet, and I was like you didn't rob your son of a foreskin, and I was like you like you have to make him show you a the son had the foreskin, yeah, yeah, and you're like show him a pee bomb, yeah, it was like hilarious, and he was like you made our vacation, blah blah blah, it was like long accolades. The point is, did great, and then <laughs> I'm reveling, 
<laughs> that's good, dude. And then uh, <clears throat> I got us some. Uh, is there more to this story? Not really. I, okay, I got I, myself a steak dinner, and then we went to you took like, yourself at the at the airport. No, to this like place across the street. But the, then we went to my by other yourself friends. or with your fans. Were they looking through the window no, at Jack you like the Kyle Beatles and stuff? Yeah, we had a were, they, were they staring at, through the window at you they watching were you eat? off? <laughs> okay. No. And then I went to my <clears throat> friend's house where um, he had like a room of like pillows and blankets. A fuck room. Yes. Except nobody was fucking. We were all just like saying how great I was at comedy. <laughs> <laughs> they were jerking you off. Yes. But you weren't fucking. And then I, I woke up. Because we went to bed and I felt I fell asleep and I woke up and there was a vape pen in there. I was yeah. like, I love like I'll, I like random drugs, mystery drugs. Guess what happened? You got really high. No, I got kind of, but I. You're, you're, it tasted like watermelon. No, it tasted like crap. I was like, this is the worst tasting vape pen ever, and I I tripped out and like fell off the stool. And then my friend walked in and was like, oh, someone took my DMT pen. No way. <laughs> yeah, I fucking dosed you myself. You dosed yourself with DMT? <laughs> yeah, yesterday morning. I think you have to like really inhale DMT. I didn't. To, really, to, get, to get the full effect of it. But. I didn't get the full effect for sure. I, I, def- I was like wo- so woozy and dizzy. <laughs> I would have never guessed. And he was like, oh, who took my DMT <laughs> pen? I was like, what the fuck is happening? Oh, that's awesome. At least it doesn't last that long. It's like a 15-minute no. thing, right? Or five no, minutes. I was just like, whoa. Dude, you almost you tried to launch, but you blew up on the pad. And then I was like, let me hit it again. He's like, yeah, yeah, long flight. That is a good point. But you made it to the flight against most people's expectations. Which was insane. Yeah. And then we fucking partied. We partied last night. Here we are. Yeah. And here it is. Oh, man. Last night was great. Congratulations, Jordan and Chelsea. So I got uh, I got a Canada shirts. Sick for Canada Day, which, July first, which no one will know. <laughs> the states that it's Canada Day. Burn down the White House Day, we'll call it. Yeah, we'll call it Insurrection 2.0. 1.0 is the original. Yeah. All right. So what do we got in the Bible today? Oh God, we actually have to read this. I thought we were just like celebrating. <clears throat> Being a comedian. Just you? A day of celebration? All right. The Caleb Campbell story? Tell, all right. Tell us how your show went. I already did. You said it bombed, but like really get into detail. I did already. No, like how bad was it really? Well, see, it wasn't that bad. Everyone said that. I tried it. to. <laughs> I tried to make it very clear, <laughs> all the details of it. I think we got I think we got it through. There you go. Look. Yeah. Here we are. Do you hear the pages turning? Yeah. I hear the gears turning in your head right now. I'm trying to I, figure out where you were last at. Here we are. Snack rip. Threatens Jerusalem. We already read that. Mm-hmm. Hezekiah's pride, success, and death. So here we are in Second Chronicles 32. Verse- but before we start, mm-hmm. what are you bringing? What do you on, mean? On the road trip? I'm just curious what you're going to put the... What are you putting in the vehicle? Like three pairs of pants, like six pairs of socks, yeah. uh, some I, shirts. Have, have any of these? Have any of these items been washed recently? Oh yeah, I just I just did all my laundry. Okay, cool, cool. There's that, but we'll throw them away. We'll get new ones. Yeah. I mean, what are you bringing? Um, 
I have all of our camping gear. Yeah. Well, the, so you already stove. said you have it. <laughs> I have a propane stove. What do you, like, if you're trying to make me feel bad. I was trying to make you feel bad. I was just like, are you bringing food? No. No. No, we have to buy food. Like, we can't cross the border with food. That'd be crazy for me to bring food. You can't cross the border with food? Well, you can, but it'd be stupid, to. Why? It's cheaper in the United States. Oh, okay. All right. So we're just, we're going in dry. I mean, yeah. We're also, like, like first stop, not first stop, but, like, first, like, post is uh, my parents' house in Napomo. We can do everything there. Oh, we can pick all the lemons we, we want. All the lemons. But, like, <laughs> that's like a refill stop. Like, we can do anything there. Yeah, we can raid their freezer, take all their Costco goods. Money. Steal their money. Books. Nice. Snowshoes. Dude, I heard yesterday. I don't know if this is the first time I've heard this, but I think it is. Your dad brings a lot of weird shit on the road. Oh, baby. We all know that over the years. Yes. Yesterday, I heard <laughs> from you guys... That your dad, before he goes international flights, he goes to his neighbor's house, steals all the lemons off his tree. Yes. <laughs> fills a suitcase with 30 pounds of lemons. Yep. Sometimes also onions. And avocados. Which, and avocados. Which I... <laughs> it's insane, man. It's insane. And then... He's currently... He's currently in the Canary Islands, yeah. Europe, and he's like, he sends me a video. He's like, look, look at all this. And he's eating like normal food. And he's like, look at these avocados. I brought these. It's like, he's like, imagine going out for dinner and having a normal dinner. Yeah. And then he's like, the avocados, I brought these. Like he like zooms in on the and like, he put them on he puts them on his plate at restaurants. Is that what you're saying? Yes, he literally brings them to a restaurant and brings them out like, and cuts up an avocado. They're, they're like, <laughs> would you like avocado? He's like, no, I brought my own. Like, no, he's, he's that's insane, right? That's an insane person. If you were wondering where Caleb came from, he didn't come from nowhere. <laughs> he didn't come from healthy mental uh, genetics. I mean, obviously, I think. Yeah, there's like a, there's a there's a fraction of a chromosome in one way or the other. <laughs> I don't know how much. I'm not a scientist, but there's either a little bit extra or a little bit less. Less, less, <laughs> less is more. So I, why onions? I never understood the onions. Because he's insane. <laughs> he's like, why would I buy onions when I got them at home? That's they're his like, fucking attitude. They're like, the and he brings a fucking suitcase full of them. And then he's like, the border guard's like, do you have anything to declare? He's like, yes, a whole suitcase of onions, avocados, and lemons. And the guy's like, thinks he's joking. And then he has an itemized list because he's counted them. Yes, he's insane. Oh, my God. And my mom's like, shh, shh, the Lord says we'll bring our own avocados. I'm going to bring the cheapest things that weigh the right. most. That weigh the most. Them. You can just buy them at the grocery store. Is he is he paying for extra luggage to carry this no. stuff? No. The, the church, he builds the churches that fly him in. Oh, the that. church gets billed the luggage. Dude, my dad's insane. <laughs> so they're getting billed $75 for a yeah. kiss. And, he's, and he's, like, he's like, why would I buy onions? It's like, it's free. And I'm like, dad, it's not free. The same, the same thing. Dude, he brought fucking rocks. From the Jordan River in Israel. Oh, yeah. Like a suitcase full of rocks. He's like, I got a suitcase full of rocks. I'm like, oh, that must have been expensive. He's like, no, I got everybody else to carry it for me. And I was like, what? He's like, so he was way overweight and he distributed the rocks through everyone's good graces. 12 stones. 
Like yeah, like the Jew, like the Jews of old. Where are they now? In the garbage. <laughs> There's one at our house. There's at least one at our house, but I okay. don't know where the other eleven are. Did he shine them up or? I mean, like basically no. Like it's a, it's a, it's honestly a travesty. It's honestly like, Dad, what the fuck? And he's like, No, they wanted to do it. They said, oh, we'll take them. <laughs> I'm like, Is that how it went? And then when you talk to people for real, he's like, uh, He said. There was no other choice. You know, you have to take these stones. Okay. We're, I'm not going to name a name, but there's a person that we both know in our lives. That's mm-hmm. like makes offers. You basically can't refuse. And, uh, they're very nice and they would do it for you. But they're like, yeah, no, like, would you like me to stay at your house for like December through March? And we're like, not really. No, oh, I'm just going to stay at your house. You know? Uh huh. So that's my dad. Yeah. And he just fucking like puts it on people. And he's like, because he's like the pastor of the church, the guy like leading the thing and he knows everything. He's like, oh, actually, I talk to Yahweh. And he told me to bring lemons and onions. Yeah. And he told me. He also, yeah, Yahweh, he would provide. And him providing is me bringing it from California. (laughs) Well, you can't get good California. It's insane. Can you get good California avocados in Israel? No. Everybody knows that. You got to bring your own. It is insane. My favorite one. We're at the Golan Heights. (laughs) Like about to be fucking artillery bombed. And he's like, I got Well, at least I can snack on an avocado. I got all these extras. Can you guys put that somewhere? Can you stash? He's literally asking like an Israeli commando. Like, where would you put onions if you had to put them somewhere? (laughs) My favorite one. I also just heard recently is that when you went as kids and you flew around, every single person with a plane ticket had two full 50 pound oh, yeah. suitcases oh, yeah. full of merch. Oh, yeah. And then when books, you, and, books and tapes, which sounds insane. But then you realize the kids can't lug those around. No, infant Vashti, nine month old Vashti had two 40 pound bags this is before airlines kind of like regulate that shit yeah if you're, if you're hearing this now. if you're hearing this and you're like that's not true that couldn't happen uh 20 years ago there was like yeah it was free. ambiguous rules two bags for free yeah every two, flight two bags and they were like every up, ticket up to like 50 pounds or something yeah and they just give you baggage tickets and they had to take so them. he leveraged all of his kids that were like like up to my sister who was a uh, vashi caleb yeah. simeon how yeah. homeschooled are those names? That's yeah, f- no, three thousand pounds. Honestly, let's do it though, right? So we got five chi- kids. Yeah, two, two parents, fifty each. So that's so it's seven. That's only right? like seven hundred pounds. It's three hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, and my grandpa and my uh, aunt and the and four fifty and the nanny and the nanny. We're at five hundred pounds yeah. of merchandise. Dude, the first place we landed in England. They uh, showed up with like a normal van to fit eight people, and he he had all this luggage. Yeah, and the guy was like, "Surely you've forgotten something," <laughs> and he had to call the the bus from the church, the church's bus, yeah, to pick up the Campbells, and then everyone had to bus you around. Yeah, no, and then it, like they had to forward that to every pr- church we were going to, like. Like it was like Dunkirk, man. They were like calling people with just like two seater cars just to like carry a bag. Oh my god. 
Yeah, it's fucking just burdening everyone so he can make. That's how he is. So he can make fucking uh, ten bucks a CD. He's the guy that smokes fish on his deck with people that live on three floors above him, and he's like, "No, they love it. They like the smell." Of everyone likes smoked fish, dude. What a fucking asshole! Honestly, <laughs> would he? It wouldn't bother him though, right? No, that's that's the, that's the thing about him is that like he's like he would do it for you. So he considers it no big deal to for him to like for you to do it for him, but it's a big deal. It is a big deal. But all it's the also time. one of those things is everyone you would do it, but everyone's asking at a twenty to one ratio of things you're asking. And, and you know, maybe one time only. Oh, this is like a vacation or like a extenuating. Sort. How he lives his life it just goes from one place to the next, like ex- expecting extreme favors. And but they happen. I know. It's great. I hate God. It's a great way to I live. I hate life. God. Yeah. But God's bestowed on you. You get to tell that to the Pope and Justin Bieber. Maybe. Is that in the books? I don't think Justin Bieber's gonna be there because I haven't heard much about that. But the Pope's gonna be there. And I probably will get to like maybe shake his hand, but I would love to go for dinner with the Pope. But if I do, I'm not gonna like I'm not going to be a dick, but I'm going to ask some hard questions. Like what? What are you doing here? <laughs> questions like that? Who invited you? Who invited you? You're going to ask the Pope that. <laughs> You're going to ask the Pope, what the fuck are you doing in my house yeah. right now? <laughs> you bitch. You bitch. <laughs> I want to hear one question you're going to ask the Pope. Well. Are you a pedophile? You're just going to get drunk and scream at him about being a pedophile? That's I mean, you can't leave with that, but I would, I would say, you know, hasn't your organization done more harm than good? I would ask that question, and then if he asked me to extrapolate, I'd be like, "You're a bunch of perverts." <laughs> I'll wave my wiener at anyone. I'm not a pervert. I would love to just watch your mom, watch you, while you're at the dinner with po- the Pope. Yeah, no, like she, fu- yeah, like that. No, the whole scenario is insane. The whole fucking scenario is insane. I don't know. Did I see? You know the people that would cut off limbs to have dinner with the Pope? Yeah. It's going to be you. Yes. Like, kind of exactly that. Like, what the fuck am I doing? And the funny thing is, that's what God wanted. And it's the path he he knew was already happening. Everything that is, is what God wants. If you believe in God, everything that is, is what God wants. By the way, in the book of life, right? My name has been plotted out. No, it says Caleb Campbell screams. You're a pedophile at the Pope. It says that <laughs> in the Book of Life. <laughs> it might get blotted out. We never know. You know, the, yeah, it's insane, man. It's a fucking insane scenario. Um, did I talk about Justin Bieber being there? Possibly. Uh, yeah. Um, like two minutes ago. Well, you said he wasn't going to be there. Okay, so. I didn't say this on the podcast, and uh, my credibility is shot. But uh, like a month ago, two months ago, my uh, my mom's friends with Justin Bieber's mom. It's a thing. It's weird. I don't know. Like, how close are we talking? Not that close, but they email they, buddies. Email buddies. But they've been doing many conferences together, and they uh, pray together. And Justin Bieber's mom calls my mom and asks. For advice on what Justin Bieber should do. Oh my God. I know. And my mom was telling me, because so 
just for okay, so context. This event that the Pope's going to in Portugal in Lisbon is um it's Catholic Youth Day. My mom thinks this is the biggest thing to happen in two thousand years. Why? She thinks that they're repairing um the schism. Remember uh Martin Luther? This like literally it's literally called the schism, the Protestants and Catholics when when Christianity got divided into two, Protestants and Catholics. Was there an event that yeah. caused that? Yeah, like Martha Luther fucking posted because <clears throat> the the Catholic Church was corrupt as shit, and Martin Luther posted on the fucking church door his four, uh, 98 theses. Like these are all the things that's wrong with the church. And then there was a schism, and then there was like war, like wars. Many people died. Blah blah. Mm-hmm. My mom thinks it, this is retarded. And delusional, it's not happening. But mm-hmm. my mom thinks that they're repairing this. My mom, like, this is the biggest event in her life. That's why she made me. She wants me to go there, and I'm I'm going there. That's her personal drunk. Yeah, I know, dude. She she she's like texting me, like making me go there, and I was like, if you think this is gonna make me come back to Christianity, you're delusional and you're wasting your money. And then she highlighted come back to Christianity and put a heart on it. <laughs> And I got fucking wow, mad. So she just sees what she wants to see. Yeah, I got I got fucking mad that's, about that. That's hilarious. I told I told my brother. It sounds jo- like she was trolling you. Yeah, well, yeah. So I told my brothers about that, and Joab, I was like, "Can you believe mom fucking did?" And she and Joab laughed in my face. Just it's like really me. funny. And Joab was like, "Dude, she's trolling you." Yes. And I was like, <laughs> "I can't be trolled. I'm Zen." Yeah. No, I was trolled. I was trolled pretty hard. The point is. Yeah. I was like, this is a fucking waste. So this is the biggest event in her life. All right. And then. Isn't the schism kind of gone already? No, it's. Because it kind of feels no, like. No, it's it, fucking one of the biggest things in the church. In North America, though, everyone's kind of just like, okay, we're all Christian. We're all on the same team because atheism is kind of winning in North no, America. You, uh, way, and it way, really feels way, like everyone's just like, off. as long as you're a Christian, you're good. Way the fuck off, man. Way the fuck off. Uh, Catholics have all types of extra rituals and shit and -hmm. extra shit they believe. And it's like, honestly, dumb as hell. Here's the thing. They were left with the Bible. They were left with the Bible. Catholics were left with the Bible and they had to explain it. This is like actually very kind of, um, this really relates to the podcast. Like like (laughs) what we're doing. Um, so Catholics had to explain how dumb the Bible was. And they didn't let the normal people read it. They only read it in Latin. So no one could understand it. But all the priests like had to come up with justifications for the bullshit. So in they the just cherry pick stuff, right? No, they well, yes, and but they uh they had to they Did had they to, come up with the Trinity? Yeah. Yes. To justify all how, this, how all God shit. is talking all, to himself and everything. All that shit. And then <clears throat> a Martin Luther came out and was like, Look, Read. He put it in plain, normal language mm-hmm. in German because that's where he was. It was in German. Uh, he put it in plain, normal language. He's like, look, this is what it says. And then people went nuts. I remember that. He was like, I have a dream. No, way off. Oh, okay. Way Not off. <laughs> but like people went nuts interpreting the Bible for themselves. And, yeah. And then the Catholic Church was like, that's why we couldn't let them read it. Yeah, we would. Their their explanation is it's too powerful for a normal. It's too retarded. <laughs> like how many pages have we read? Seven hundred. I don't know. Yeah, how dumb is this fucking book? Honestly. Well, honestly, if I'm being perfectly honest, it's starting to make sense. 
like at the beginning, didn't make any sense. Fuck you. <laughs> but now, it's really starting to come together. In what context? It's one of those things that on their own... Go ahead! <laughs> hey, Kyle! If you're going to make a claim like that... Yeah. All the individual moving parts on their own don't make any sense, but you put them together, it's a working engine. What are you talking about? It's like... What the fuck is what the hell's a atonement? What the hell's a crankshaft and a piston if they're just sitting outside of a motor, right? What is atonement? Why does God need people to die? Because he likes suffering. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. No. I like watching people. No, fall it down. doesn't. I like you know those videos. Where God the- loves us. Why does he want us to die? You know those videos. I hate you. <laughs> do you have those? Do you have those videos? I hate you, Kyle. Yes. Do you know those videos where there's like they tie a rope to a bike and then someone tries to steal it and they ride down the hill? Yeah. God's doing that to us all the time. It's hilarious. Why are you taking God's side? He's it's funny. It's <laughs> funny to to make human beings hurt. The Some, Holocaust? Yeah, the Holocaust. One of God's best jokes. One of his funniest. <laughs> He's like, I keep telling them that they're my favorite. Six million punchlines. That's got to be the title of the pod. Six million punchlines. He's like, I keep telling them they're they're, they're my favorite. And then I keep fucking them over. And they keep falling for it. They keep falling for it. They're like Caleb being trolled. He just keeps. No, I'm not. (laughs) I'm Zen. I am Zen. When you think of it, when you think is uh, the Bible is just God trolling humanity, it's pretty funny and it no, starts to make sense. He's like, I'm going to tell him I'm my own son. <laughs> and they fucking believed it. And then I told him I was a ghost at the same time. And they fucking believed it again. <laughs> that is hilarious. And then I made up a guy to torture them with gay sex. Oh, yeah. I also made them gay and then banned it. <laughs> and then banned it. <laughs> and then said it was a choice. And then I made AIDS, but I only made it last like 20 years. <laughs> pretty funny. That is pretty funny. Um, I feel like I should explain this, why I'm going to Portugal, though. So, yeah, they're re- they're repairing the, the schism between... I mean, just turn it off. No, no, no. Just We're good. Just making sure it's working. <laughs> I put in a new SD card, and I'm always paranoid. So, yeah, they uh, they're, they think that they're fixing uh, 2,000 years of war. How do they think they're fixing it? By having these two factions come together for this event? For one day. Is that day. what you're saying? Yeah, for one day. And then it's over, and then they're like, hey... Hey, remember the Thirty Years' War? Remember all? Remember the Inquisition? Remember all the fucking massacres? All the people that were burned alive? Mm-hmm. And then they go, remember all that? At least we're not Muslim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone's like, you're right. Which is actually the impetus of this conference, because they're yeah. like, the Muslims are out fucking us. I knew it was something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's always like that. It's also the like muzzies, we have our differences. They can't even look at chicks. They have to glory hole every girl for a bag, dude. That's that'd be fun though. What do you mean? If you knew there was a chick on the other side of a glory hole, because you don't know, <laughs> but they know. The Muslims know there's a dude, chick on the other side. I hate. I'm sorry to tell you this. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't a girl on the other side of that glory. I'm pretty hole. sure it was. It was a Muslim glory hole. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Jordan Eggleston. <laughs> no, it might have been. <laughs> Did you see the knife and the hat he wore to the wedding last night? Yeah. He got he got made fun of so much, he left early, way early. Good. And Even I don't know what he was thinking. He found... You know what? I do know what he was thinking. He found thrifting or something, this fucking... 
Civil War hat would Which probably be the best explanation. Would be cool in any other context. Yeah, right? And then he's like, you know what would go with my Civil War hat? A knife in the on my belt. He also challenged me to fight once with a knife on his belt. And I was like, you're literally carrying a knife. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he wouldn't stab anybody. But I don't want to fight a guy with a fucking but if, yes, knife. But also if there's Prominent any... Prominent knife... But if anyone said Jordan Eggleston stabbed me, I would believe them 100%. <laughs> if that makes sense. So he had this bit in his head where he's like, I'm going to tell everyone I just go to Alberta weddings. So he started saying that and no one listened to it and he just got torched <laughs> for like two hours till he left. Just by and just everyone going, why the knife? You're so dumb. <laughs> and you'd be like, someone's overcompensating for the size of their dick. That, that got said so many times. <laughs> A lot by me. <laughs> a lot by me. <laughs> we should. We have to read one paragraph of the Bible at least. All right. One paragraph it is. Um, here we are in uh, 2 Chronicles 32. Uh, verse 24. Hezekiah's pride, success, and death. We might have already read this, but I'll just read it because mm-hmm. I'm fucking hammered. <laughs> in those days hezekiah became by the way before the podcast i just like to clarify caleb i rescued him from wandering around a you park rescue me in the i rain. was fucking fine i just fell down a muddy you were in, hill <laughs> covered in moss yeah <laughs> yes that's true i would have made it yeah it was slippery well you were in distress right a damsel if you will it was actually interesting when you phoned me i was like climbing up this fucking it just rained here it's it's raining harder than i've ever seen yeah, it so rain. like it poured rain it was yeah. a normal path that i normally walk up but it was slippery and money as shit yeah and i had, I'd literally fallen down on my back and kyle phone was like what's up dude i was like nothing man just <laughs> hanging out he's like you want to do a pod i was like yeah but i'm uh i'm not i'm not near your house or my house he's like can i pick you up i was like yeah. I, sure, I'm wandering the park. I have to fall down the rest <laughs> of this mountain. <laughs> I was trying to not I was trying to like not give that away. And you're like, where are you? And I was like, Knox. And you're like, where? And I was like In the in the gutter. <laughs> like <laughs> Where I belong. Because it's what I was born into. Against my will. Uh, yeah, right? They didn't ask me permission. You should sue your parents. That's the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> Did you ever see the person that sued their parents for having them? No, it's funny. For giving them consciousness? No, it, it is funny. And uh, they lost, right? Did they lose? Yeah. Yeah, they lost. But that that is funny. I mean, I'm, I'm currently doing that joke. You know what happened? You would just sue your parents if they did? I would never sue my parents. No, I know that. But if you did, they would just be like, okay, Caleb, you win. Here's all the money you want. They would just do that. Ah! <laughs> you know? They would just give it. It's like you could have just asked us. We would have given it to you. I know. I keep making like. You're contri- the firstborn. Contrived fucking. Uh, you're hardships. entitled. Do you know this though? That when they die, since you're the firstborn, you're entitled to all their magic powers? Did you Did you realize that? That when they die, you're the one that gets all their magic powers. Which is exactly from the Bible. Yeah. Abraham and Jacob and Isaac. Unless one of your sneaky fucking brothers gets in there. I hope Simon gets in there, man. Yeah. Diana for sure is fucking advocating for that. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, give Sim the powers. Caleb doesn't even want the powers. (laughs) What you doing? 
What you doing? Giving away your powers? In those days, <laughs> Hezekiah became ill and was at the point of death. He prayed to the Lord who answered him and gave him a miraculous sign. But Hezekiah's heart was proud and he did not respond to the kindness shown to him. Therefore, the Lord's wrath was on him. Dude, listen to this shit. Hezekiah mm-hmm. just fucking had a 60-year reign where he did everything God wanted. And he was dying. And then he's like, I'm about to die. And then God's like, you're being a little bit arrogant about how you're going to die. Fuck you. You're being a little whiny about it. God is such an asshole. God is Yahweh. Again, how funny is that though, right? So he tells a guy, listen to everything I say. Which he does. His whole life. The guy does it all. And then he goes, you're kind of dying in a whiny bitch way. So you don't get to go to heaven. Let's go back. Let's. Okay. So I I just turned one page back. After all Hezekiah had so faithfully done. Oh, this is when he got killed by Sennacherib. Oh, right, right before this. And this is what Hezekiah did throughout Judah, doing what was good and right and, and, and good and faithful before the Lord. In everything he undertook in the service of God's temple and obedience of the law and commands, he sought the God, sought the Lord and worked wholeheartedly and prospered. And then it says over and over, he wholeheartedly served God. And then it says, in those days, Hezekiah became ill and was at the point of death. He prayed to the Lord who answered him and gave him a miraculous sign. But Hezekiah's heart was proud and did not respond. Imagine being at the end of your life. God gives you a miraculous sign. Also communicating. <clears throat> Remember, he fought off the Assyrians, the most badass fucking army of the time. Apparently, they surrounded Jerusalem and then the angel of death killed them all. Uh, according to the Assyrians, Hezekiah gave him all his best all shit they gave, they gave and all his their stuff. daughters and wives. <laughs> Which is kind of the same. And Hezekiah's like, I still got my house. Angel of death, give away your children. He's, he's, you know. si- he's sitting in an empty shack like, at least I got these walls. <laughs> and then... Yeah, my daughters don't have that. And then, fuck, and then, and then now God's mad at him. For what? So he, God came to him with a miraculous sign. He was like, that's not God. But Hezekiah's heart was proud, and he did not respond to the kindness shown to him. Therefore, the Lord's wrath what was, was on What him. was the kindness? I don't understand. No, that's that's the whole sentence. <laughs> okay. This is like part of the cognitive dissonance that is believing in this fucking bullshit. It's just like, uh, God's awesome. He's like looking out for you. He's like, really? And he's like, Every bad thing that happens is from God. It's like, oh man, I, I wonder where I went wrong. Like, I know we've made this analogy a billion times. Like the abuse of us. Like, there's also who wrote that he sent him a sign. Nobody knows who wrote this because if he saw the sign and didn't acknowledge it, how could he write that? He also just finished like building the temple and doing everything God wanted in the last. Like, let's read. Okay, let's read the last. This is the last paragraph. So the Lord saved Hezekiah and the people of Jerusalem from the hand of Sennacherib, the king of Assyria. And from the hand of all others, he took care of them on every side. Many brought offerings to Jerusalem for the Lord and valuable gifts for for Hezekiah, the king of Judah. And from then on, he was highly regarded in all the nations. Next verse. In those days, Hezekiah became ill and was at the point of death. And he prayed to the Lord, who answered him and gave him a miraculous sign. But Hezekiah's heart was proud, 
and he did not respond to the kindness shown to him. Therefore, the Lord's wrath was on him. <laughs> and on God damn. Fuck. <laughs> How was he supposed to respond? I don't know. They man. don't say what the sign was, what the kindness was. What was the kindness? Death? Was he trying to kill him? And he was like, you know what? I don't want to die. Dude, it's the, it's the same <clears throat> as like reading those like Soviet like things where it's like Stalin's awesome. Meanwhile, he's like killing everybody and knocking all their teeth out. And they're like, uh, he's one of the great guys. <laughs> yeah. So on him and Judah and Jerusalem, then Hezekiah repented of the pride of his heart, as did the people of Jerusalem. Therefore, the Lord's wrath did not come upon them during the reign of the days of Hezekiah. Hezekiah had a very great riches and honor, and he made treasuries for his silver and gold and for his precious stones and spices, shields, and all kinds of valuables. He made buildings to store harvest of grain and new wine oil, and he made stalls for various kinds of cattle and pens for the flocks. He built villages and acquired great numbers of flocks and herds, for God had given them very great riches. It was Hezekiah who blocked the upper outlet of the Gihon Spring and channeled the water down to the west to the side of the city of David. He succeeded in everything he undertook, but when envoys were sent by rulers of Babylon to ask him about miraculous signs that had occurred in the land, God left him to test and to know everything that was in his heart. So when people from other countries came mm-hmm. to, they were like, Seems like it's going pretty good. Like, yeah. what's your God like? This is like back in the age before it's like science and stuff. They're like, so we're we're currently using like wood energy to power our cities, like burning stuff. Maybe coal. Maybe maybe we're using animal energy to like move stuff. Seems like you got some energy. And they said, "Is God is like God your source of energy?" And he was like. Nope. And that was the test, and he failed. Exactly. Like, <clears throat> it sounds as simple as that, but that's insane, right? Mm-hmm. Is that not crazy? Yep. All right, I think I think that was uh, one of our better no, drunk pods. No, no, we have one more paragraph. Okay. The other events of Hezekiah's reign and the acts of devotion are written in the vision of the prophet of Isaiah, son of Amos, and the book of Kings, Judah and Israel, which we already read. This is, by the way... uh. The this is the official Jewish Jewish version of the stuff. We read Samuel, we read Kings, we read um, Exodus. This is supposed to be their like official version Chronicles, but for some reason we have the previous ones and they're in still in the Bible. This is supposed to meant to supersede all the other ones. That's what the all the contradictions mm-hmm. aren't supposed to be here. This is like, this is the, we, we got it right this time. Yeah, this is it. Um, Hezekiah rested with his fathers and was buried on the hill where the tombs of David's descendants are. All Judah and the people of Jerusalem honored him when he died, and Massanah, his son, succeeded him as king. Beautiful. We have one patron to announce, of, sh- of course. Yeah. Nathan. Is that his name? That's his first name. I don't yeah. remember his last name. Nathan. Uh, anybody real, real live patron if you call yourself a fucking fan of this podcast <laughs> give us money in real life and you don't fucking <laughs> give us huge amounts of dollars and come and like give us hand jobs yeah you're not a fan yeah what kind of fan are you so what's a hand job between fans 
I mean, I mean, that's it. I don't know. Do you have anything? No, that's it. Good night. And we'll see you on the road. What do you want? Baby, believers, don't you be ashamed to scream at daddy's name. I'm gonna.